We're going to take a look at a report from the Brightfield Group about edibles in Canada, see what they're doing, uh, like only having 10 milligrams uh, caps. Um, gummies are called soft chews, very similar to Washington State. So some different stuff going on up there. So we're going to take a look at what's happening in edibles, all of that coming up. It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. So a lot of these brands are capped at 10 milligrams, so they're trying to find some alternative ways to uh, get different effects. If they can't get you, um, you know, really, really high with the percentage, they're going to give you different things, maybe different terpenes. Uh, which is great because percentages is only what gets you there faster. Terpenes are actually what gets you what you want. So this is actually a, not a bad way to go. I'm not saying there should be a cap on it at all, but there should be a lot more cannabinoids in products to, to have a you know different variety. So looking at cannabinoid content, um, I've got some different CBD dosages. So yeah, I think this is just CBD. We're not looking at CBN or CBG or any anything else. Um, balance ratio products, there's a one-to-one. -one, uh, at 75% of the edibles have a one-to-one. -one. I love that ratio. Very euphoric, energetic, uplifting. Um, really a big fan of a one-to-one -one ratio. If, if you don't like, if you can't handle THC as much, a 20-to-one is um, really, really low. So maybe you want to try with that and then try to increase it. But I really like the one-to-one -one felt uh, very similar to like a coffee. Drink a coffee, you just kind of wake up, gets you motivated, do stuff. Canadian packages come five milligrams, uh, mostly 10 milligrams, uh, split into two to four servings. So market skews towards 10 milligrams by law, kind of have to do it that way. Uh, and each one has its own, um, you know, nuances, I guess, uh, between edibles, chocolates, baked goods. Um, looks like maybe the candy has the highest amount of uh, low dose. Just like their American counterparts, they like their sweets. So whether it's candy, baked goods, chocolates, um, you know, chocolate or strawberry, plain chocolate, all very popular, uh, and followed by, you know, like a caramel or watermelon, um, Hopefully at some point we'll get to a normal market where we can get in um, and have less sweet options. I'd like to have like, you know, um, it, it, we talked about infused water on another podcast or um, just something that doesn't have to have so much refined sugar in it would be uh, a nice choice. I'm a big fan of uh, hash and I like myself some uh, rosin too. So hash rosin soft chews, that sounds interesting. I'd have to try some of that next time I'm in there, but um, looks like this uh, a solventless, which is also nice, give you that terpene rich extract. So um, this particular company, uh, proper, uh, they've got a soft chew. Uh, looks like price three dollars above uh, normal, so it looks like a premium product. So twelve dollars for a ten milligram pack containing two chews. That's expensive, but it does say that it has. Uh, provides a genuinely high-end gummy for you soft-chew aficionados. <laughs> they still need some cafes up there. There's the Amsterdam Cafe, but they don't sell infused foods. There needs to be something where people can go at rather than um, going to a dab bar and, and listening and watching people cough incessantly. Um, 
I'm going to be going to Las Vegas, checking out some of those tourist traps. I've been to Portland. That was pretty cool uh, for the most part. I mean, I don't even think they're around anymore. I think COVID pretty much annihilated that business plan. But I'd like to see some different types of food, more options uh, in a different type of setting. You don't have to, I mean, I see, I see stuff littered all over the place where I'm at in Seattle. There's always a dube tube, um, backwoods, you know, someone who's rolling a blunt just throws the backwoods wrapper away or edibles wrappers. So a lot of packaging, uh, get them into a restaurant equivalent, you know, like a bar. And that way we can try to reduce some of the, the litter waste, um, and redundancies, especially in Canada, trying to make their pre-rolls look like an iPhone or something where you have a box and you open it up, and there's another box and there's a dube tube, and then you open it up and there's a $3 joint, but you spent 15 on the packaging. So a little ridiculous. I'd like to see the industry grow up a little bit faster, offer some more products that aren't just tailored towards, you know, a five-year-old palette, but that's just me. What do you guys like? With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe host of Casually Baked, the podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your canna confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked, the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.